1: program created by Rio
0: Grande. Captain of police calling all cars, missing all cars, broadcast 196. Be on the lookout for a man described as American, smooth-shaven, about 5 feet 7
1: inches, 140 pounds. Wore a gray suit and cap, Had a blue sheet automatic. A black, briefcase. that's all. officers lies at the very root of every foul crime, the capture of every criminal, as you have heard portrayed on each Calling All Cars program. We honor the officers involved for their unswerving allegiance to duty, their perseverance, and their forthright bravery under fire. Likewise, we take no little pride in the fact that real brandy, cracked gasoline has been chosen to go with these officers on every hazardous crusade against crime. In fact, Rio Grande DuCratx powers more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment wherever this finer fuel is sold than any other brand. More than 30 leading cities and counties in California specify use, and last year powered exclusively with this qualified for emergency fuel, their emergency equipment set over more than 55 million miles of California highways. They selected Rio Grande cracked gasoline because they found it possessed of all the qualities which they demanded. All rolled into one, trigger-like machines and acceleration, long-range economical mileage, a wealth of reserve power and greater speed. Enjoy police car performance in your own car. It no more. Drive into your nearest Rio Grande dealer tomorrow morning. If your tank gauge reaches near zero, pull in tonight and say, Fill her up with real gun to crack. I'm treating my car from now on with the gasoline that is the ruling favorite of those who drive the most. It is our privilege tonight to present Chief C.H. Shelley of the Pasadena Police Department. Chief Shelley. Tonight's story is one which caused a great deal of comment and as a matter of fact, raised a question in the minds of some persons as to whether the officers in the case were justified in the actions which they took. Subsequent revelations, however, and the complete identification of the suspect in the case proved conclusively that he had determined to repeat a crime which in his own mind he had successfully consummated. Irrespective of his mental attitude, the man who contemplated the crime, which we hear dramatized tonight, certainly found that it did not pay. Some additional facts I will reserve for you at the end of the program. Oh.
2: Here, may I have a little money? We've got to
1: pay some bills. Money, money, money. That's all I ever hear from you. What do you do with the money I give you? The money
2: you give me? Since we've been here, the amount of money you've given me has been too small to keep track
1: Oh, All right, start an argument. Let the neighbors in on it. Well, you didn't have to jump down my throat in the first place. I didn't jump down your throat. You know I haven't any money to give you. I've given you money every day this week. Barely enough to buy a food every day.
2: How do you think I'm going to pay the rent and the gas bill and the light bill and all the rest of it?
1: How do I know? Pay them the same way you used to. Eat. We used to have
2: enough money for whatever we wanted. till so you started your fool, gambling. All right. Throw it up to me.
1: I was gambling as much for your sake as for mine. After all, I'm no mine reader. How was I do know we'd lose money? I told you the proposition wasn't any good. But no, you wouldn't listen to me.
2: You knew too much. You had to sell good property and buy orange trees and Oregon. How in the wide world you ever figured that Oregon was a better place to raise oranges than California is
1: more than I can see? There's a lot you can't see. Among other things, you can't see that you're driving me to distraction with your eternal nagging about money, about bills, about orange trees. All right, I made a mistake. I lost $50,000. So what? What should be done about it now?
2: Nothing to be done about that. But you're going to have to do something about the rent.
1: No, here's $5. That's all I've got. See what you can do with it.
2: But... What are you going to do? You have to have lunch money.
1: Never mind about things. I'll get along. I'll eat oranges.
2: Oh, Harry. Why are we doing this? What do you of adding to our troubles by fighting?
1: Well, it wasn't my idea. I
2: know it. I'm oh, sorry. I always seem to start things. But I've been so worried. I, I... know
1: it. Do you think it's easy for me, sitting here day after day, watching what little we have dwindle away, telling first one thing, then another, nearly to get enough to eat on? Oh, I'm sick of it. Something will turn
2: up, Harry. I know it will.
1: Yes. What...
2: Well, you'll find some way to get work, Harry. Things can't always stay the same. And in the
1: meantime, what do we use for food? We should go on release. Not while well, I've got my health and strength. I won't do it. But other men have. Yes, yeah, other men have done a lot of things. But where did he get them? I'd rather do anything than go on relief. That's only false pride, Harry. Pride or not? That's the way I feel about it. In the meantime, what do we do? I don't know. I've tried everything I know, and I, I've seen everybody I know. Nothing seems to be open. If you...
2: Oh, you some other line of business. But
1: I don't. Real estate is all I know. And sometimes I doubt if I know so much about that.
2: Well, that puts us right back where we started from, doesn't it? Practically. Have you seen Mr. Deetler at the bank?
1: Half a dozen times. There's always the same answer. No. How No security. We still have the trees on the Argent line. But the bank doesn't consider them worth anything. Besides, what if we did get a loan? How would we repay it?
2: You're bound to get work, dear. Something has to turn up.
1: Try to get deeper to write that into a note.
2: Well, I suppose, worry, won't do any good.
1: Maybe not. But I'm going to get money enough to live on if I have to steal it.
2: That would be a help. All we need is to
1: have you in jail. At least I'd know where my next meal was coming from.
2: I well, don't her. see where I'd come in on that.
1: Oh, well, forget it. There's only a nice gag. I think I'll run downtown for a while.
2: Any place in particular?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe I can find somebody I haven't borrowed money from. Will you be gone now? Yeah, if I get a lead on a job, I might be out quite late. Don't wait for me if I'm not back by five.
2: All right. Try not to worry, dear. Thomas?
1: That's like asking it not to rain when it's always coming.
2: You've both got to be more careful, Harry.
1: I know. After all, it, it doesn't do any good to go around with your inside killing.
2: you sort of let this depression get you down, and you know you mustn't.
1: Much easier said than done.
2: Oh, I know it. But you aren't, Nick. We've withstood lots of things that were tougher than this. All
1: oh, right, Pollyanna. We'll see what can be done about the more abundant life. Oh,
2: that's better. My smile. Oh, not mine. Uh,
1: rubbish. Come
2: on. Smile. Bigger. Come on, bigger. Mm. That's
1: better. You wouldn't kid me, would you, lady? Oh, not, Harry.
0: Not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> At eight thirty on a crisp, cold morning in March, Manager George Higgs let himself into the Colorado Mental Branch of the Bank of Medicine and Pasadena. As he turned from the door, he found himself looking into the muzzle of an automatic pistol held in the hand of a cool, calculating masked bandit. Just keep going. The way you were, and you won't get hurt. Be careful with that gun. It's my door. Not unless you try to get funny. What are you going to do? I'm going to tie you up until Joe kept you here. Say, hey, who are you? Wouldn't you like to know? You seem to know Joe pretty well. Almost as well as I do you, George. Come on, get way. This is okay. Right here. Sit down. Hey, that, that wire's too tight. You'll get used to it. Let's have your hand. Put them behind you. Haven't I seen you somewhere before? I wouldn't be surprised. I've been there. <laughs> must have been two other fellows. Be quiet. All right, Cap. Just put up your hands and come on in. Who are you? You and George, that. that's the most original question. Is this a pickup? How did you get it? Well, you've got a gun in the And there. I'll use the gun if you don't. Do as you're told. Sit down. Okay. Put your hands behind us. Not be tight. Who's doing this? Yeah, but that's why I'm telling you all this. That's all right. You won't be here long. You're not going to shoot us. You never can tell. I might get nervous. Now, take your feet out. Be careful myself. I'll send you a new pair. You're thinking of going somewhere? Yes. Just as soon as I get your keys and get into that boat. The alarm is off by now. Now, Mr. Dietrich, will come with me. After I untie you, we'll get to this money business. I don't know who you are, fellow, but I'll know you if I ever see you again. Well, we'll see about that, too. I'll be back someday. And I'll call a cop if you do. You wouldn't want me to hurt a cop, would you?
0: That's your affair.
1: Calmly, the bandit scooped up some $4,000 in small bills, ignoring the larger and recorded denomination as well as negotiable bonds. He retired the manager and smiling broadly sauntered out of the bank. Other employees of the bank arriving for their day's work discovered the trust manager and the teller. Fronted telephone calls for police investigators to the bank. You a the man was in the bank when you came in this morning? Yes, he was standing right inside the door. And how do you think he got in? Uh, you've got me there. Look, look uh, up there. Uh, I think that's your answer. A trapdoor in the hmm. ceiling. What does that lead to, Mr. Deesler? Uh, to the attic. And then to the roof. That's it, Norton. Let's work backwards and see where this baby came from. Got a ladder around here? No, you, you won't need one. There's a stairway in the back of the building. There's a padlock on the door. Got the key? Oh, yes. Well, let's be getting up there then. It's been a long time since anyone's been up here. Looks to me like somebody was up here last night. Well, I mean, uh, anybody connected with the bank. Mm.
0: There we are.
1: Dark up in here. Where's the flashlight, Martin? Sure. That's a good place for it. Why don't you use your own? You've got it in your coat pocket. Huh? Oh. There's something on the floor over there but well, wait a minute. This looks like blood on some of these cigarettes. Now come to think about it, the fellow did have a cut on his hand, the right hand, I believe. Say, Mr. Dickert, you say you tied
0: these two fellows up with wires? Yes.
1: Well, there's a coil of wires from 10 cents. Piece a rope and a hammer. Here's a crowbar. This is, if you get the trap door, I'll to be able to get enough fingerprints off this stuff. Mm, not a good battle, do? if the boy doesn't got a record. Apparently, he got into that hatch cover from the roof there. Hey, Norton, give me a little. I'll look around at that. Okay. Up you
0: go. Hey, Steady. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. You all set? Yeah.
0: Come on, give me your hat. Yeah. Hey, you're a little woodchair, Joe. What do you think I am? Yeah. yeah.
1: Where do you think I'm there and send from? I uh, bet money you came across from that two story building over there. Looks like he might have crawled out of that little window. Must be a washroom. Look, here on the firewall, there's a footprint. Mm. That wall borders the air shaft. Yeah, that's a cigar store down there. He wasn't trying to break in there. How do you account for that starlight being broken? I don't. Look, something on the floor down there. Looks like a pencil, a gold one. Mm, there's, there's a pen, too. You see it? Just over to the right of the box. Sir. Yeah, we'll have to get it when we go down. Let's go over to that washroom. Providing we can do a catwalk on this firewall. Oh, my part of it did it. Why can't we? Well, I still don't like the idea of falling through that skylight. Uh, come on, let's try it anyway. How are you coming? Okay. Yeah, that's that. Let's see you do it. All right. Watch yourself. That's always hard. do worry about me. Yeah. Now, yeah, the rover here, what do we do? Crawl through that window and see what's inside. You sure got a cat-like disposition this morning. It's probably my awakened confusing instinct. Yes, if any. Mean. Now, here's the footprint on the windowsill. Undoubtedly, our photographer has have hysterics when he starts in on this case. Not if you keep putting your big hand all over every available print.
0: Hmm,
1: look here. Broken gin bottle. It strikes me that a good idea to get that pen and pencil from the cigar store downstairs and go back to headquarters and do a little checking on fingerprints and such things. Good idea. Let's do it. Let's tabulate our findings today. I don't relish the task. Uh-huh. There's one crowbar, obviously a cheap one, one hammer, one pair of tin snips, coil of wire, length of rope, Gold pen and pencil and the broken gin bottle with a stamp on it, two stamps on it. Board of Equalization two six two three six and a rubber stamp C three hundred, which means less than nothing to me. And just for luck, let's check it with the board. Okay. By the way, here's the list of the money that Bandit got in the bank. Let's see.
0: Hmm.
1: Four thousand dollars. One old twenty dollar bill with two holes punched in the center. Finch. Yeah, Finch. Look, let's stop wasting time tabulating and start checking these tools. All right. Start with the place nearest to it. Let's teletype these numbers on the gin bottle and try to find out where it was sold. You do that. I've got a hunch we'll find the mate of this crowbar at Sears Robo. I bought one there like that once. In which case, let's check there first. Oh. to find out if you handle this type of crowbar and let's see it. Why, uh, yes, we have it. Oh, I did have. They're out right now. This one is new. Looks like it was bought only a few days ago. Is there a bare chance you'd remember it, well, it's just a coincidence, of course. But I happen to remember that particular bar. You're sure of that? Why, yes. You see, there's a slight nick right here. We had, we had laid it aside intending to send it back to the factory. But a man came in and wanted to buy a short crowbar. I only had two like the one he wanted. So I got one out of the rack and showed it to him. Was it like this one? Well, no. Uh, uh, he asked me about some gloves, and we went over to the counter over there where the word glove was displayed, and he laid down the bar. Did he buy any gloves? Well, no, he, he didn't like the ones we had down here. So we came over to the counter here. I noticed that he left the crowbar on the other counter. I was going over to get it, but he said the other bar was all right. Uh, that was this one. Oh, yes, uh, the one with the nick in it. Did you call his attention to the nick? Well, no, he said it was all right, so I told it to him. Well, look, we found this boy in the attic of a bank had just been held up. We want to show you some pictures of robbery suspects and see if you can identify the man. I'm sure I could if I saw him. He was about 45 or 50 years old. Well, now, and... just take a look at these pictures and see if he's among them. Uh,
0: let
1: me see. No. Nope, not that one. Nope. No, but no, that looks a little. No, I guess it doesn't. No, I, I don't think any of those pictures look like them. I'm sorry, that's but that's I... all right. Now, do you remember if this man bought anything else while he was here? Well, not for me, he didn't. Here's a piece of wire. Do you stock any like that? Mm, no, we don't. However, I think Montgomery Ward handles wire like that. How do you happen to know that? but I used to work there. Well, take a look at these pinstips. Do they sell those too? I'm pretty sure they don't. Well, yeah, it's worth looking into anyway. Well, would better take a run over there. Somebody there might have a better memory. We're looking for a piece of wire like this. Do you carry
0: it? Yes, sir. Right over here. No, uh, we don't want to
1: buy any. We just want to know if you remember selling any of it in the last two or three days.
2: Well, just a minute. I'll look back up on the sales setting. Let me see now. Oh, yeah. I saw 500 feet of it Monday, 3 feet on Tuesday, 3, 10 foot feet of Tuesday afternoon, 40 feet of it Wednesday. Uh, uh,
1: never mind, never mind. Just forget about the whole thing. Okay. You don't happen to remember anybody who bought any of this wire, do you?
2: Oh, no. You see, I saw so much of it that I just couldn't possibly remember. Uh, maybe I, I anything.
1: shouldn't have mentioned it. Pardon me. Just forget all about it, will you? Yeah,
0: sure.
1: Thanks. Goodbye. <laughs> Now, are we going to trace all over Pasadena trying to find out who bought a piece of wire and some tinsnip? Yes, if that's necessary to find out a better description of this bandit and we're able to get from of those men at the bank. But how do you think you're going to get that description? Well, later I'll find somebody who'll remember seeing him. Granted. But where's the next stop? Well, I've got a hunch that we'll find that he bought the rule for the five and ten. Which has a needle in a haystack gag backed off the map. See, that is it, That's our next stop. And this is the place to stop first. Here's one right here. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Can you tell me if you sell this kind of rope in this store?
2: Yes, sir. I believe we do. The girl who takes care of that counter is out today. i I can find it for you.
1: Okay, you will. Just a moment, please.
2: I'll be right back.
1: So far, next result, nothing. Oh, stop grumbling. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know. And we're not investigating that job.
2: But the department manager says that this is known as home to silver clothes clothesline. It sells for ten cents a bundle. That's
1: about 25 feet. Uh, You wouldn't remember selling any of it, would you? No, sir. You see, that's out of my department. uh, Well, thanks for the information, anyway. You're welcome, sir. Well, where to now? Let's go back and see if there's any news from Sacramento on those license stamp numbers on that gin bottle. message. What up? It says here that the board of equalization number can't be traced. The smaller number, the C-300, is a liquor distributor in Los Angeles. It ought to be easy enough to find out who he sells to in Pasadena. Whereupon we start all over again, trying to get an identification. Oh, well, what's fine anyway. Let's call up the distributor. Sergeant, get me Granite 0456. Yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, Call me. Assuming that we get an identification of this man, how do you propose to find him? In Pasadena? That shouldn't be so hard. Maybe so. I have a hunch about this job. That is. I have a hunch that it's going temporarily into the unsolved fire over my dead body. Yeah? Oh, fine. Hello? Detective Lieutenant O'Rourke. O'Rourke? Oh, never mind. This is the Pasadena Police Department. I'm trying to trace a liquor stamp that I understand is assigned of your firm. Yeah. It's C as in cat. 300, yeah, C. 300. All right, I'll wait. I have to look in the book to find out who handled that shipment. Well, it turned out to be somebody in Southgate. Hello? Who? Safety drug Company, 200 North Lake Street, Pasadena. Thanks. Well, that's a break there, wait. Seems like a good time to visit the drugstore on Lake Street. Oh. police department. We're trying to trace a rubber stamp number. C-300. That's the number on our tin tippin from Los Angeles. Yeah, it's the number we always have on the liquor invoices. Stamped on the state license stamp, too. Oh, I realize it's being a lot. But have you sold any of this last tippin to anyone in particular that you remember? No, seen, uh, I don't know whether I remember all of them. we only sold about half a dozen bottles of that particular lot. Now, look. Here's some pictures of suspects in that bank robbery job at Mentor in Colorado. Hmm. Recognize any of them? Mm, let me see. No, I don't believe I ever saw any of them. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Come to think about it, the only man I distinctly remember was Mr. Linton. Yeah, he was in here just before we closed last night. You mean the Harry Linton, who used to be president of the loyalty board here? That's right. That's the one. I hadn't seen him for quite a long time, but he came by and bought a bottle of gin and some cigarettes. What kind of cigarettes? The wings, I think. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yes. well, that doesn't matter. It could not have been Harry Lesson who held up the bank. A <laughs> fellow <laughs> citizen like he is wouldn't be mixed up in a thing like this. I know that. It just happens that he's the only one I remember because I hadn't seen him around in a long time. I understand you still living up around Santa Barbara somewhere. Didn't he go up to Oregon a year or so ago? That's the fellow. Mm-hmm. Bought an orange grove up there. Didn't do so well and moved back down to Santa Barbara. He's still living up there. Yeah, I think he had a woman with him in his car. I noticed he drove away in, a sedan in his sedan and was parked in front. Probably his wife or his mother, maybe. And she lives full of fire somewhere. Well, there's another suspect going. Nobody could ever call Harry a suspect. No, just not. Well, thanks for your help, old man. quite welcome. We'll be looking somewhere else, sure. Looks like your unsolved hunch was right, Bob. Mm. the case of the bank robbery of the branch bank at Denver in Colorado and Pasadena was placed in the unsolved file. Occasionally, as criminals of various types were picked up, officers questioned them regarding the bank's job, but always without results. Time after time, articles found at the scene of the crime were placed in front of suspects in the hope that some faint sign of recognition would enable the officers in the case to force a confession. But just as often, the exhibits were returned to the file, still unused as evidence. Innumerable checks were made of fingerprints taken from those checks and compared with those found in the bank, the washroom, and on the gin bottle. Always with the same result. The case remains unfouled. Did you ever see that crowbar before? No, I don't use no crowbars. I'm a yegg. I knock them open. i remember that. That pen and pencil. Ever see it before? Why, of course not. I never carry such things. Oh, the to soil your finger. Well, don't you talk that way to me. Ah, go on. Get out of here. You didn't by any chance get that scar in your hand by cutting yourself with a gin bottle? Nah, I got it from knocking a chopper's teeth out. You want me to kill you? Maybe I do. Now, wait a minute. Don't get sore. I was only pinned on a song Deepley. Is this the man who held up your bank last month? I don't think so. No, I, I'm sure he's not the man. This man is shorter. His hair is right, darker. Mr. Deakley, that's plenty. Well, I'll keep my eyes open, Lieutenant. If I see the bandit, I'll let you know. Thanks. you will do that. One crisp day in January, months month after the hold-up, a customer enters a cleaning shop next door to the bank. Well, 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 well. Good morning, Grady, my boy. How's old man Griffin today, eh? Oh, I'll <laughs> get by. Mm. That's my suit ready yet? Yeah, I just finished dressing it. Okay, mind if I change into it here? I'm on my way to lunch with a girlfriend. Oh, go so right back like there. Yeah, what's on your mind, Grady, my boy? I
0: keep looking out on
1: the street. I'm watching a bird out front. He's been hanging around here for a couple of days. Looks suspicious to me. Oh,
0: well, he's probably one of those movie guys. <laughs> They're going to shoot a picture here
1: someday this week. <laughs> oh, so, I'm nerd about it. Well, I guess that's it. He keeps driving by in an old car, and then he'll walk past here and on by the bank. Just looking in the bank windows. I thought maybe he was that guy that held up the bank last year. Oh, bank i never come back to the scene of their crime. That's
0: murderers you're thinking about. <laughs> you know, lightning never
1: strikes twice the same place, Grady. Maybe not, but I ain't heard the criminals don't return. Well, maybe he's got something there, Grady, my boy, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I'm going back to the bank. Go oh, so on, see you next week. Good morning, Mr. Beechlin. Have any holdups lately? Oh, no, thanks, Lord. I spent too much time over at the police department trying to identify the last man that we had in here. No, I was just talking to Grady Grisham next door. He's been worrying about that fellow standing out there on the curb. <laughs> Says he's been around here for a day or two now. Sure. <laughs> right there, just outside the left window. Joe, come in a yes, Mr. Beastler. Look, outside the window there. See that man? That's him. That's the one that held us up. Call the police. I'll watch it. Tell them to hurry. Uh-uh. Let me out of here. I don't want to be here if he comes in. No, you stay inside. They may be shooting. Mm. He might see you anyway. They're on the way. I've got to work in Norton. By accident. Now, you going going back to your desk. And after, if nothing could happen, maybe you won't come in before the police get here. That's why it's taking them a long time to get here. Uh, what do you expect them to do? Fly. Well, I hope they don't come blowing that town. It might scare him away. Well, I just soon have them taken somewhere else. <laughs> I hear a silence. Say, yeah. Maybe that bird isn't abandoned. bandit. He doesn't seem to mind the sound. Look, he sees the car. Stop right in front of him. I hope he doesn't start shooting. Uh, why does he yell at the cops, huh? That's the man, officer.
0: That man right there. He's right
1: across the street. Stop him. Hey, you.
0: Stop. I'll stop
1: you. I'm a step closer. Oh, yeah? I've heard you. Let him have Who is it, Bob? you know him? I got that. It's Harry Lincoln. How did you travel to the scene of your vacation? By rail, by boat, or by airplane? Well, no matter which it was, the chances are you arrived at your destination safely and punctually because your traveling companion was Sinclair Motor Yes, it's true. No less than 150 airlines, flying fields, and airplane manufacturers. Great fleets of ships and 52 railway systems have thoughtfully assigned to these really superior lubricants the vitally important duty of getting there on time with a minimum of wear and tear on their respective motors. Officials of these companies have selected Sinclair Motor Oils after putting them to every conceivable test. The terrific heat and continuously high speeds for hours on end, under which ordinary oils give up the ghost. These finer lubricants do not break down. Sinclair motor oils are refined by a patented Sinclair process which eliminates those two highway robbers of motor efficiency, petroleum, jelly, and wax. If your vacation is still in the offing, or you're planning a weekend jaunt in your car, you will, of course, Sinclairize for safety before leaving. That's the experience of airlines, teams, and railroad executives. Together with millions of motorists in 45 nations of the world, be your guide. Before you set out on that vacation, treat your motor to a resale of Sinclair Opaline at only 25 cents a quart. The same Rio Grande dealer who gives your automobile police car performance with Rio Grande cracked gasoline of Sinclair Isaacs for safety with a plant full of the smoothest copper oil that everyone is talking about. Sinclair. And now again we hear C.H. Kelly of the factory in the police department. Chief Kelly. Thus did one of Pasadena's respected former citizens meet death at the hands of a police officer, seeking to arrest an identified bank bandit, a death which the coroner's jury found to be justifiable homicide. Letters found on the dead man revealed a well-laid plan to commit suicide. Whether he had intended doing this, if his planned hold-up should fail, or whether he picked the officers into carrying out his scheme, no one will ever know. It is sufficient to know that his crime did not fail. Thank you, Chief Kelly. Yes. I've seen the police calling all cars. attacking all cards, cancellation broadcast 196 regarding a bank robbery. The suspect case, shot by officers while resisting arrest, and that's all. Please, you good
0: night for Leo What's so special about hero bread, soft fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fire to support gut health Shop now at hero.co.